Hi everyone, I'm Tara Lon. Welcome to Time Out with Tinseltown Mom. This episode is brought to you by our back-to-school student planners, designed by yours truly. This template will help your student plan their days in a more effective way. It's an instant downloadable 10-page planner that comes in five colors, and students can plan their days, weeks, months, and academic school year. They can also track their grades, homework, exercise, and reading. Go to etsy.com slash shop slash Tinseltown Mom Shop and get your student planner for only $5. I'll also, of course, leave the link in the show notes. On this episode, I'll be giving some Tinseltown Mom tips that will prayerfully help you navigate your parenting life a little easier. Today, I'm going to talk about five ways to have more patience with your kids. Now, let's start by defining one dictionary's version of the word patience. It's the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Yes, let that sink in. (laughs) Now, after hearing that definition, I think most moms will agree that they wish they had more patience with their kids. I know I do, especially during those difficult parenting moments. Now, I'll share some things that have helped me with my patience level, and hopefully they'll help you as well. So the first strategy I recommend in having more patience with your kids is to start the day off with some alone time. Now, I know hearing this sounds almost like an impossibility for some of you. I know it's it's challenging for me too. But I know for me, when I start the day off in my office, when everyone's asleep with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, I'm reading my Bible, I'm saying my prayers. I know when I start the day off in this capacity, I really start off on a better foot than if I didn't have this alone time. So for me, it's imperative that I get this in before everyone wakes up. Does it always happen? No, it doesn't. But as much as possible, I try to get that in first, the first part of the day. So for you, maybe it's not reading your Bible or having prayer time. Maybe it's going on a jog or maybe going on a walk outside or meditating Whatever it is for you, just find that time for yourself and start, try as much as possible just to start the day off with that time for yourself. Studies have shown that alone time is essential for your emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, and social well-being. And if for some reason you can't get that in at the first part of the day, then just schedule it at some point in the day. The important thing is that you would need that alone time. Now, the second thing, that helps me with my patience level and having more patience with my kids is to identify what triggers that impatience. According to clinical psychologist, Laura Markham, a trigger is anything that you experience in the present moment that activates a feeling from the past. So for me, my triggers come at night when I'm trying to get the kids to sleep so I can have some downtime before I go to bed. But I know that once I put them down, it's going to take them at least 30 minutes for them to unwind, get all the silliness out, stop playing, stop getting out of the bed before they actually go to sleep. So that means I have to start the bedtime routine earlier. (laughs) So if their bedtime is whatever time it is, I need to give myself and them 30 minutes prior to get them in the mood for even going to sleep in the first place. For you... Those triggers can be a number of things, but the key is to plan 
for those moments because you know they're going to happen. So how are you going to prepare for it the next time it does happen? And really, when you are practicing this and you're tr- you're trying not to let those triggers upset you, you really want to avoid the yelling. Um, I know every parent has probably yelled at some point in their parenting journey, but it is it does no good for you or for your child. And even according to a WebMD article, yelling at your kids can actually be just as harmful as hitting them. And a child who was yelled at is more likely to exhibit problem behavior. So we don't want to teach them that yelling is an effective conflict resolution strategy. And really nobody wins when you're yelling. No one in the household, no one feels good. So if you plan beforehand to address those trigger moments before they happen, it it definitely will help you have more patience. The third thing is to learn to be empathetic towards your kids. Now, this may be hard, but just like you are trying to be empathetic with your spouse or maybe your coworker or other adults that you're around, this is something that you should tr- strive for with your children. I mean, they're humans too. They're immature, of course, but you're trying to help them through that development stage. So it's important that we are empathetic towards them. A book I highly recommend is Raising an Emotionally Intelligent Child by John Gottman. So in the book... Um, he equips parents with five steps to emotion coaching. I'll just go over them very quickly, but you can pick up the book for yourself. The first step is be aware of your child's emotions. Be sensitive to their emotions. Step number two is see emotions as an opportunity for connection and teaching. Children, as I mentioned, they haven't had time to develop the emotional maturity that adults have. So it's key that we are patient with them through this process. Uh, Step number three is to listen and validate their feelings. Step number four is to help them label their emotions, whether they're sad, angry, whatever that emotion is, help them to identify that so they can work on maturing in that area. And then the fifth step is to help your child problem solve with limits. So after going through whatever emotional stage that they're going through, you're being empathetic towards them help them to solve whatever issue it is that they're going through so they can just, so next time it'll be easier for them to solve that problem on their own. Thus, more patience in the household for the parents. The fourth strategy I think that helps with having more patience with the kids is to spend quality time with them. And this is not just tolerating them. You definitely don't want to make them feel like a burden. But it's really finding genuine ways to connect with them, whether it's playing games with them or solving a puzzle or going for a walk or a hike. Really connecting with your child is key to their positive development. And they genuinely feel loved when you spend that quality time with them. I feel like when I spend quality time with my kids and we're just having a good time, we have such a great connection. Our day goes by so much better. Um, I get more done throughout the day. They get to their chores. They listen better. We have better communication. And studies even show that kids who get positive attention behave better. So how about that? You spend more quality time with your kids and they're going to behave better for you. Thus leading to more patient moments in the household. The fifth and final strategy I recommend for having more patience with your kids is to get a good night's sleep. Now, I know that this may seem impossible for some of you, especially if you have very young kids, multiple kids, you're a new mom. But as much as possible, 
getting a good night's sleep is so healthy for you mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. It's imperative that you get a good night's sleep. If for some reason you can't get a good night's sleep, it's taking multiple naps during the day when you can fit that in, but you need quality sleep to just be healthy overall. When you don't have good sleep and you're tired throughout the day, it's all it's very difficult to be patient during those times. So whatever you need to do to find ways to get that good night's sleep, I highly recommend it. I hope these five strategies were helpful for you. I know it's so helpful for me and my family. Thanks so much for listening today. If you liked what you heard, please be so kind and rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time.